What is something that every business and real estate acquisition needs? You guessed it, funding. But where will you get this funding from? Who can you trust? Who can be a reliable source to go to for your funding? How do you acquire the private financing needed? Well, on today's episode, we're going to speak with the gold lender himself, Keith Rich of Rich Financial. He's going to talk about how you can secure funding for your business and real estate acquisition needs. Without further ado, welcome to the Gold Lender here on How to Acquire Podcast. We are back for another episode of How to Acquire Podcast, and I am excited about this conversation. Uh, on the line is uh, Keith Rich of Rich Financial, and I am really excited about this uh, conversation because we're going to learn how to acquire private financing. But before we get into all the goodies of private financing, uh, Keith, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and your company. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on here, DJ. Um, just a brief background on me. Um, my background is in the banking, securities, and insurance industry. Um, founder and CEO of Rich Financial. And we're an independent finance brokerage working with small business owners, real estate investors, helping them secure the financing that they need for their operations and their acquisitions. Now, you, you just mentioned one of my favorite words. You said acquisitions. How, how does your company relate to acquisitions? How does that financing, how do those two connect in any way? Sure, sure. So um, with the financing, we're able to help uh, fund business acquisitions, as well as uh, real estate investment acquisitions. So it can be a, a business or a, uh, a real estate asset. Now, how does that differ from, I guess, a, a normal financing situation? Are those viewed differently than uh, maybe a typical business loan uh, when you're going through the, the acquisition process? Um, no. Okay. So, um, it's pretty similar. Uh, now with real estate, of course, they're going to be using uh, the property as collateral, whereas, you know, there are some business loans that you can get that are unsecured and don't require um, any type of collateral. However, um, when you're talking private financing specifically, um, you know, those lenders, they are looking for some type of collateral. Um, so typically that can be, you know, if it's a real estate deal, it can be the real estate. Uh, it can be the equipment for the business. It can be commodities, paper assets, intellectual property, software. So whatever the business may have, you know, on their balance sheet, uh, that the investor considers collateral, it's fair game. Is collateral a must when we're dealing with acquisitions? It's not a must. It's not a must. Um, it depends on 
you know, on the transaction sides because, you know, there can be, there's smaller business acquisitions where somebody may be looking to purchase, let's say a nail salon or a, um, uh, or a laundromat, which may cost, you know, $40,000, $100,000. In that case, you know, you can qualify for unsecured lines of credit um, and use those funds in order to acquire, you know, in order to acquire that business. So you don't necessarily need collateral. Um, it just depends on the deal. In the acquisitions uh, process, when do those who are looking to acquire business acquisitions or real estate acquisitions, how soon should they be reaching out to you? Should they talk to you in the beginning stages? Should they be talking to you towards the end? Where is the best time to include you in on their plans? So um, I would say as soon as possible, as soon as you know uh, how much funding you're, you're going to need uh, to acquire the business or, or the real estate asset. Because, you know, although the lenders can provide, in some cases, like a, um, a letter of intent to mm-hmm. show the seller that, you know, this person has funding, um, until you secure funding, uh, somebody else can always acquire that business or, or, or that real estate property. Right. So the, the sooner you have, you have access to those funds, the more leverage you have to actually put down and put that letter of intent out and have the backing, the financial backing to actually acquire what it is you're looking for. Yes. Because at the end of the day, the seller just wants to sell it. Right. You know, whether it's a business, whether it's real estate, they, you know, they want to sell it to you, but if somebody, you know, comes, comes in before you and has the money, you know, you may miss out on the opportunity. So I want to include you in as soon as possible. What do I need to do on my end to make sure you have everything you need uh, for me to be in the best position to acquire that deal? Good question. So, you know, it all starts with the, the business funding assessment. So whenever I speak with a client for the first time, uh, we run through the business funding assessment to see, uh, one, what their goal is, how much funding they're going to need, and then determine which loan program they can qualify for, you know, um, uh, for their operations or if they want to acquire a, a business or a piece of real estate. What are the, what are the numbers we're looking at here? What does the average acquisition size look like uh, in your world? So it can be as low as, you know, $40,000. Mm-hmm. I've seen you know, a, uh, a nail salon be sold for 40,000. Uh, there's laundry mats. I know in Atlanta, it depends on where you are, right. but in Atlanta, you know, laundry mats, you know, 80, 90, a hundred thousand. Um, and then you have, you know, people that are trying to acquire larger businesses, you know, uh, million dollar businesses as well. So, uh, the good thing is there's funding options available uh, no matter what the size of the deal is. Now, are, are the criteria, uh, criteria is based off of the actual business that I'm acquiring, or is it based off of me as the person who's trying to acquire? Man, that's a great question. That is a great question because um, a lot of it's going to depend on the borrower, right? So, 
depend again depending on the the type of deal because there's different qualifications but for instance let's just say you know somebody needs let's just call it 150,000 to acquire mm -hmm. let's just say a, a local restaurant or whatever it may be mm -hmm. okay um the borrower's personal credit is going to be looked at heavily so even if the business is is cash flowing uh if the borrower has poor credit then then they may not qualify but at the same time if that borrower is already a business owner let's say and they already have uh cash flow from their own business then they can use their business revenues in order to qualify for funding to purchase another business understood completely Is there, I'm trying to put this the best way uh, possible, how much of the financing am I really looking at? Like, are people trying to do a straight 100% financing through you? Or is it, I only need 10% to put down? How, how does that typically work? Or is it kind of just range all over the place of what people are needing? Man, that's such a great question. <laughs> that's a great question. Um, so I'll say this, 100% financing is possible depending on the deal and depending okay. on what the client can qualify for. So like in, in the example, um, you know, I think we're talking about laundry mat, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's 150,000. Okay. Um, it's possible, it's very possible that if a business owner uh, is already running a business, they already have revenue, uh, from their business and they have strong credit, okay, they may be able to qualify for funding for the whole 150,000. Wow. I have okay. to put down any cash at all. Um, how, or in some cases, if it's, you know, if it's a real estate deal, typically they're looking at anywhere between 15% and 35% cash down on those type of deals. Okay. So let's, if we can get into the details just a little bit, and these are just examples. I don't want anyone thinking this is any specific case uh, that we're talking about. So I want to borrow the 150,000. I need to be prepared to put something down uh, more than likely in order to acquire that, uh, that financing. Am I understanding that correctly? Well, you, you didn't, well, it depends on the deal, but it's not, you don't necessarily need um, to put cash down. There's, there's options to get 100% financing, depending on the borrower's qualifications. Okay. So let's say, you know, the borrower has strong uh, business revenue, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of cash flow and strong credit they may not have to put any cash down. They may qualify for funding, um, you know, to pay for the whole acquisition just based off of their own revenue and credit. However, you know, let's say it's a larger deal and they're going to need more than, you know, the 150, whatever amount it is, let's say they need a few million. 
let's say they need private financing, in that case, uh, they're going to need at least 15% down. You know, we talked before, for those who are interested, we actually spoke on Black Equity Podcast. You can catch that link in the bio if you're interested in learning more about uh, Keith's background, how he got into the space. Uh, just to get a little bit of a nugget here, how did you get in the middle of all these really great acquisitions that are happening globally? How did you end up being uh, in the middle of such wealthy conversations? A lot of networking. And what I'll do, um, you know, since this audience are entrepreneurs, I'll just kind of drop a, a, a marketing gym in, um, a, a lead generation gym, so to speak. Um, it's a, a lot of you guys, everybody's familiar with LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lead generation uh, automation uh, software called Meet Alfred. Meet Alfred, like the butler, Meet Alfred. And what that does is it automates your lead generation. Let me explain. So whatever business you're in, okay, whatever your target client is, uh, you can search uh, for those type of clients in LinkedIn and once you have the perfect search for your uh, target clients, you can then input that, uh, that search into Alfred and create a campaign around it, okay? And what Alfred will do is Alfred would automatically uh, connect with these people and then it'll automatically send a message to these people, okay? Mm -hmm. So what, what ends up happening is you know, I used to do lead generation manually. I used to just, <laughs> you know, I'm clicking all day. Right, right. Typing emails I, all day. I've been there. It takes forever. It does. With Alfred, uh, once you start using it and you set your campaigns, um, you want to have the right message to the right audience, okay? But once you do that, it's automatically going to generate um, these leads for you. And these people are going to respond to your messages. Um, and then you can take it from there. So uh, automating marketing um, and networking, that's one of the ways, uh, you know, I kind of grew my network. Uh, and then also um, uh, I have an affiliate program. So, you know, like we mentioned in the other episode, a lot of these bankers, they have strict requirements on lending. Yep. Right? If you yep. go to the bank, Good, I mean, good luck. Um, right. So what? So they're affiliates of mine, and so when they have a client that they can't get approved for funding, you know, they'll send them to me. So that that kind of expanded. Have you ever seen the the reverse order of operations? Let me explain. Have you seen someone who's looking to sell their business? reach out to you for someone who would be a high quality candidate that would be looking to buy or acquire their business or real estate. It could be business or real estate. Has it happened in reverse order ever? Where a seller reaches out. Um, I because mean, you I, have these contacts. Yeah. I mean, I've spoken with, with like some business people that are looking to sell their business, mm -hmm. but 
you know, I don't really uh, connect the buyers and sellers. Okay. I just supply uh, the buyers with the financing. Okay. Um, so yeah, that answers the question. No problem. <laughs> that, I guess that's what I'm here for. I'm here to connect the, the two. I'll, I'll take care of that part. Uh, okay. So we're connecting, we're, we're finding these people who are looking to acquire businesses or real estate. What should, and we kind of touched on this earlier, what should we have in place in order to make sure that we are the best candidate possible to receive the best rates and the best opportunities possible in the private financing space? Okay, so first thing is um, you're going to want to have the executive summary uh, or the business plan uh, already prepared. Okay. So, you know, just some details about uh, the borrower's business, their experience, um, the project, and then also the forecast. So, you know, they want to forecast what uh, the revenues and the profits are going to be looking from from the acquisition. Um, Also, you want to get your money together. So with the private financing, you're going to need at least... um, Fifteen uh, percent of the of the total amount, um, but there's a caveat to that. Let me say this: there's no seasoning required with private financing, and so it gets interesting because um, you know you mentioned the the hundred percent financing uh, thing earlier, mm-hmm. and that can happen um, if the the borrower has uh, strong revenue and good credit because there's no seasoning required. So as long as you have the 15%, that can be funded from another loan, right? As long as you have those funds in your account and have the proof of funds that you have access to that capital, you can come to the table uh, and the investor will accept that. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I think we just stumbled on something and I'm not sure if the listeners have gathered what was just said. Okay. So I can go to you or go through you and we can get the necessary financing on one particular deal. And if everything, and you can please correct me if I'm wrong. If everything worked out the way that you said, I can then use those same funds to then work towards another uh, financing package. Correct, correct, correct. And so why, is, why is that such a big deal? Go ahead. That's huge because a lot of lenders, you know, when they're looking at bank statements to verify income, verify cash down, they require your funds to be seasoned. So they require, you know, your funds to be in your account for X amount of time. And not only that, they're going to ask you where this money came from. And if they know that it's loan money, you know, you may not qualify for the funding. But in this case, um, you know, just to give you an example with some numbers, let's say a client needed, uh, needed a $3 million loan, mm-hmm. right? 15%, that's $450,000 that they would need to come to the table with in order to get approved for private financing. Right. But let's say they didn't have 450,000. Let's say they have 300,000, right? It's possible 
that this client, if they have strong enough uh, business revenue um, and solid credit, that they can qualify for that 150,000, right? Mm -hmm. So that they can now have the $450,000 down payment to secure the $3 million that they need. To me, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe, maybe I'm mis misunderstanding this. To me, this is the ultimate leverage play. Okay. Yes, it is. For those for those who didn't see on the video, Keith has a big smile on his face right now, and he is nodding his head. Yes, <laughs> this is a leverage play. It is. It is because, I mean, like I said, you can be a startup and qualify for funding. Mm -hmm. just based off of your credit. So, you know, if you have strong credit, um, you, you can definitely leverage that into more financing. Absolutely. Is this a world, and you may, I don't know if you would know this answer. Maybe this is more of a question to myself, but is this a hidden world that a lot of people aren't aware of that, hey, this is a really great uh, opportunity to really change your, your generational wealth opportunities are it, it go ahead go ahead yeah it is because a lot of people you know you, you can't just walk down the street and find high net worth investors that are looking to finance these type of deals with this low amount of uh down payment that don't require you know uh, uh strong credit xyz um, it's very flexible and um, I would say this in the time that we're in now this 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 post-COVID world where you know banks are not really lending like they used to we all see that we know that um, private financing alternative financing these guys are they're still lending money um, they're still looking to, to, to finance these deals. And I'll, I'll list out a couple industries in particular um, that they're looking to finance deals on specifically. Uh, construction, they're looking to finance construction deals. Um, cannabis industry, they're looking to finance in, in the legal cannabis field. Uh, assisted living facilities, energy, and then uh, real estate and hotel deals. All right, so that's perfect because a lot of these areas are exactly who our audience, where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think this is gonna be a really great opportunity for a long-term uh, connection with Acquisitions Network and Rich Financial for those who are interested in acquiring, especially uh, hotels, especially in assistant living, especially in energy uh, and cannabis industry as well. Hey, this is a perfect place if you're listening to this episode to go ahead and reach out. So how are they going to do that? I know we're going to have a link in our show notes of how to acquire podcasts. When they go on that link, what happens next? Sure. So uh, once you click on DJ's link, um, it's going to bring you to the main webpage. Uh, you'll click on the button that says uh, get started now. 
Um, it'll bring you to a lead form. You'll just fill out your simple contact information, uh, a little bit of info about your business, how much funding you're looking for, and then you go ahead and submit it. Once that's submitted, um, I'll receive notification. I'll reach out to the client um, and we'll do a, a business funding assessment. So that'll help me determine uh, which loan program they may qualify for. Uh, and then we can go ahead, get the applications and get the documents that we need in order to get an approval. For those who are uh, in the mindset of how to acquire, what advice can you give to those who are uh, maybe on their first acquisition deal or maybe they're early in the game? This is their uh, one of their first five acquisitions. What advice can you give to those who are looking to acquire and are interested in working with you? I would say one, you know, you probably want to get with a, uh, a good business broker because the business brokers, they're going to have listings um, of all the available uh, businesses. Or, you know, if you're looking at real estate, you probably want a, um, a real estate broker that specializes in investments because they'll be able to send you uh, the type of listings that you're looking for. Um, and then, you know, once you found a target uh, business or, or property, you know, you want to get the funding secured. Uh, you can reach out to me. We can do the business funding assessment. Um, uh, I'm on Instagram. Uh, my handle is uh, Keith, which is my first name, underscore financial, underscore consultant. Uh, feel free to DM me on Instagram or uh, you can just give me a call. Uh, my number is 678-810-2299. Uh, and if I'm busy, if, I'm, if I don't pick up, uh, just shoot me a voicemail or a text message um, and then I'll get right back to you. I'm really excited about uh, this opportunity to be working right alongside your company. And once again, if you're interested in learning how Keith was able to launch his own company in this space, head over to Black Equity Podcast. I'm really, uh, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of the work that you're doing, uh, the people that you are working with, the quality of the work that you do. And so thank you so much for coming on How to Acquire Podcast. The doors are open. Anytime you want to come back and have a conversation, uh, maybe there's a success story that comes from uh, this episode. I would love to speak with you and whoever uh, decided to reach out and uh, speak with you. Hey, that'll be perfect. That'll be perfect. I, uh, I definitely appreciate you having me on DJ. It's been a blast. And uh, we'll definitely have to do this again, man. Definitely. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Did you enjoy today's episode? Did you learn a lot from our guest? And are you ready to acquire? If you're ready to acquire, click the link in today's show notes and head over to the website to learn how you can secure your own private funding for business and real estate acquisition needs. We thank our guest today for sitting down and giving us a lot of information needed for this process. So now the ball is in your court. Now it's on you to make the decision. Thank you again to today's guest. If you would like to collaborate or work through a partnership,
send us a message over at howtoacquire at gmail.com. That's howtoacquire at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode, and we'll catch you on the next episode of How to Acquire Podcast.